0: Let's get ready to
1: throw
0: down! Welcome to the show, everybody. Today we are talking about uh, kind of an interesting thing that happens for lots of people. Um, If you're selling kind of individual products or if you're working with partners or if you're working uh, on like a relationship and things like that, there's sometimes this gap that pops up from, yeah, we'd like to work with you on the next one and when that next one actually starts. And of all the people here, I probably have the, the least experience of having to deal with this now in my current role. I know it pops up a lot for Nanette and Ali and Clint. So, but this is important. You know, how do you stay top of mind whenever they've got established relationships and habits? Oh, I need this. I just pick up the phone and call the old contact and not the new contact. So with Clint starting kind of in a new role and a new city and stuff like that, I'm curious. How, how does that work?
1: Yeah, I think I'm on the brink of a lot of those relationships right now where it's kind of late for me to come into a lot of the stuff that we have going cuz it's new customers for me. It's a whole new world, it's a whole new market. So I'm running into currently a whole bunch of people to say, "Oh man, that sounds great. I like the way you're doing business. Let's do it on the next one. I can't get you in on this one." Or, you know, "Hey, you guys, you know, you came in mid-stride to this project. We had to pick somebody else. Yeah, we'll use you on the next one for sure." Kind of to your point is how do I, one, how do I get that commitment? That's a true commitment, not just, all right, brushing me off because that's a lot of times people say that whether you're, you know, selling to uh, consumers with a product or you're selling business to business, it's really easy for somebody to say, you know, Hey, we'll use you on the next one. Uh, call me in six months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, salespeople, we tend to, we tend to run out of that meeting with, uh, you know, we think we're on a high. We, we feels great. Oh, let's go put this in our CRM, log <laughs> it as a win. We do it, right? So excited.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that happens a lot in, in the analysis realm as well. Sure. Absolutely. But, you know, specific to any
3: conversation you have around sales or if you're furthering a process, if you're not in the calendar, you have nothing.
0: Oh, I, I absolutely agree. Meaning, and it
3: doesn't have to be on the calendar for any other reason than a touchback. Or a yeah. re, you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a look see, or a, a conversation centered around where are you? You know, can yeah. I call you back and get a gauge on how this process is going forward? But so many times we walk away thinking we have something, and all we have is yeah. blue sky.
0: Well, because yeah. you make assumptions. Oh, this guy said this thing, or he's ready to go now, and
3: and that's on you because you didn't get clarification for Absolutely. what he meant by. Mm-hmm. In a little while or the next time. Well, right. okay, when you say that, are we talking six months? Or are we right. talking a year? First of all, get a time frame. And then after that, figure out where your checks and balances. It's kind of like when an airplane leaves New York City going to Europe they don't just fly directly to their destination. They get so far and they have a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. And then they get a little bit further and there's another. And part of it's what's our escape route? When do we call it over and go to Greenland or Iceland to try to land this thing mm-hmm. versus going into the ocean? Yeah. And then you get to a point of no return. So all of those things should be in a sales acumen as well.
2: Right. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times in the beginning I did not. I was like, I am super excited about the yes. But didn't get the next step, you have to have steps, just like what I was saying. Just make sure you capture that because the minute I realized I need to know the next step, it was boom, things just started progressing. You have to know your ne like just exactly what all the guys are saying. You have to know your next step always.
0: And when when I learned that, right, because I'm guilty of this, right? I mean, well, I mean, I'm, whenever whenever I was working for Al, you know, and a doctor was like, Yeah, we'll take, you know, we'll take a look at using you on the next one. I'm walking to that thing, fist pumping, thinking,
3: <laughs> awesome, you know. But, well, not to interrupt you, but yeah. before we move, but it's not you knowing the next step. It's the a the mutual, sales product yeah, knowing right, that yeah. next way. And right. then it's on their calendar because exactly. you have a next step, but if you didn't convey it or communicate it and get some feedback, well, yeah. then you walked out with blue sky
0: again.
2: It has Absolutely. to be a mutual in your relationship. You you know what your next step is, you know where y'all are go what the goal is for each of you.
0: So for Nanette specifically, right? Once I learned that, I'm like, oh. This is just a question I ask now, and I have no problem asking this question. I'm sure Clint doesn't either, right? But for you and a little bit for Al, right? If someone says yes, and you know you need to ask this next question, do you feel any pressure to, I don't want to ask this because it's going to...
2: Not anymore, because once you have failure from it, you go, oh, God, that did not work. You know, you they maybe genuinely had yes, but if it's not written down and you've got it on there, like Al said, on the calendar, mm-hmm. then they might forget, they might be busy, someone else might come in. But once you get a commitment, people want to honor their commitment in most cases. So sure. you're going to get that next step.
1: Let's let's talk about that next step real quick, because uh, lingo is everything. How we, how we say what we're about to say, staying away from that traditional sales uh, tonality is very tough because this is an instance where a lot of us want to dive into that. Okay. So if I, for example, you gave me a yes next week, I'm going to put you on the books for Tuesday at three o'clock. Is there anything that maybe or might come up that might not see how salesy it starts to get right? So for example, a lot of the times when I have to ask that question, that's tough for me, John, you said earlier, it might not be tough for you to ask. Well, it's only tough because I don't want to sound salesy and I don't want to get out of all the good work that I just did to get to the yes. I don't want to ruin it over a stupid comment. So, Hmm. so for me, it's a little more, uh, it's more like, Hey man, I'm going to hit you up next week. Um, I need you to commit like, seriously, man, you know, like don't, don't flake out on me, you know? Oh
0: man. Okay.
1: And it's like, Oh, Hey man, dude, I'm not going to flake out on you. Look, come on, man. You know, we all do that, right? It's a little more conversational, you know, a little more, of course it's what, bonding report you've built with this customer mm-hmm. depends on how you can ask that question. Because there's some really professional people that need that regimented
2: tone. Well, oh, To yeah. me, what you sound like, you're not groveling. Well, that's you're what just, I'm saying. You're like, yeah, saying yeah, we made an agreement.
1: Don't flake out on me, man. Right. And,
3: well, but even a, a little less in your face for me would be what's your schedule look like next week? Right? I mean, you just go to the assumption of you've said yes, we're doing the dance. What's next week look like for you? you know, Tuesday morning's open. How about I give you a call then let's put it on the calendar and I'll check back in yeah. and, works great. you know, and that's sort of that up, up front, you know, yeah. uh, scenario where you are, where you're, you're getting a commitment and like back to what Nan said, people want to honor their commitments. Yeah. Professionals do.
1: Well, most, I, I think it's funny cause you just saw the, a very big shift between a, a high D and a high I really quickly in the same conversation saying the same damn thing. Right. Yeah, right. And so, I'd, You know, most of us are going to develop a uh, a pattern of how we're having this conversation. We should, right? We should set this conversation up from start to finish in the same manners. We should, you know, develop. And as people start to communicate, you start to develop that speech pattern. That's how you end it, too. Like, I mean, that's how you move forward so with it. So to
2: what you said, you better know who you're talking uh, to. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't want to sound like a jerk yeah. if the person is this really kind person you like but don't okay. worry
3: about screwing it up guys yeah. at least you're doing it at least you're reaching out saying oh I don't have a firm commitment here yeah. and and just let it come out of your mouth well how would we you know and fumble with it and they'll help you out you know the the other side's not going to sit there and make you do all the work
2: no, Particularly if here. you've
3: gotten to that point. Right. What makes sense as far as getting back in touch with you? I mean, there's 10 different ways to skin that cat. Now, if you think the guy's kind of iffy, well, maybe you need to back up and you're trying to close this deal too soon. So uh, obviously have some awareness mm-hmm. that you might have not gotten under yet, or you got a yes, but it really wasn't one whenever they won't make a firm commitment for your next conversation.
2: I think what you said, what makes sense? I think that is a great question.
0: I love phrasing my questions around hey like does it make sense yeah, you know because then right. it's not i don't need you to do this i'm not asking you to exactly. take the sleep like hey does it make sense to work on this exactly. thing together i but love that i perfect. love that phrasing
1: you know for you john and your business selling uh crm management mm-hmm. uh, you actually deal with this you say you don't deal with this a lot but you deal with it in a little bit different realm in the fact that they don't need the product every month like a monthly renewal. So, for example, in construction, you're going to do one construction job, and then you're going to do another, and you're going to do another and another. Yeah. that's growth. That's business. That's what you do for work, right? Mm-hmm. So, I want to know on the second project. I didn't get you on the first one, but on the second one, do we have a shot? Do we have a yes? Can we work together? Are we partners? And if not, the second is it the third? For these guys, it's surgeries, right? Every surgery, they they can potentially bring in a new equipment line and or a new rep, scripts a new and vendor. bracing and you know yeah. Reps, yeah. absolutely yeah. ancillary products, yeah. right? So, so for you, it's more about when they've done and used the potential that I sold them, right? Mm-hmm. You maybe they've grown, right? Maybe now they, they needed 10 users and now they need fifty because they're growing. Cause right. your yeah. product helped them grow, right? So, so you've
2: broadened your reach. You're not yep. just focused on that one
1: so moment. Yours is more kind of on the upsell side of like making sure you're staying in contact and making sure that their products are still met because they're growing, right? And that yeah. and if you stay out of that, right, if you if you just let it go, you've sold it once an app. Made myself.
0: No, you bring up a, a really good point because whenever I started the business, I was, I really was kind of running away from something that was just like a one-time offer, which is kind of how I was viewing, you know, setting up CRMs and creating a documented sales process. You know, you're only going to use this thing once. And then when I started, I I did like the first four or five of them, and then people periodically would come back and be like, "Okay, I need to make some adjustments," and I'm like, "Oh, now there's like a monthly yep. maintenance plan that goes along with this and stuff," and then. Now the offering is we get you set up, you know, if you want, we'll manage it and send you your numbers. It's kind of like a fractional sales manager role. Um, And then periodically, once or twice a year, depending upon how much volume you have going through there, we can take a deep dive into that data and try to figure out how we can make improvements and do do more with less and things like that. So there are some upsells and then we do some like lead gen and some other stuff like that because I don't like having just one offering that's transactional and then it goes away.
3: But that that is what a lot of people how a lot of people sell or sure. should be selling. You've got your door opener because we do, do in our business. Buy one thing from me and I'll find fifteen other things that yeah. I want to talk to you about. You may not buy all of them, they may not all be a fit. Yeah. But it opens a door for further understanding about your business, some of the you get more problems
1: that you can solve
3: sure. once you yeah. get that door open and you're doing business.
2: Right. That's how you started. You know, that one,
3: <laughs> one product. One item, yeah.
1: I, yeah. c- I kind of compare this to the guy that sold me my last truck. He's the always He calls one me. one with the hole in the gas tank is <laughs> the one without. <laughs> oh, I'm too soon. Oh, <laughs> oh, too soon. Oh, oh, sorry, guys. That's inside. <laughs> danger danger. Well, that surely wasn't his fault. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but this guy calls me, you know, once a month. Once ever, you know, especially on those hot the holidays and the, the birthdays and stuff, he'll call and just say, Hey man, how are you, you still liking your truck? You still love it? You know.
0: That's and a good follow-up. It is.
1: It's good follow-up. I know the reason why he's doing it. Of course. Because you do. I live in the world and yeah. and you're kind of an idiot if you don't know Absolutely. Right? I know he's trying to get me to buy the next the next best thing. I know he's trying to get me to, to come back in and trade up and do all these things. Oh. That's great. But if he's really good at what he does, all he's doing is making sure what he sold me six six months ago, six years ago, is still, you know, on the same, we're we're all on the same page. He's maintaining the relationship. He is maintaining. But the point of it is, is that if he doesn't do that, when I go to buy my next truck, he doesn't exist.
0: Well, because because the way that most people do it is they follow up on the the anniversary date. Absolutely. It's been a year. And because you haven't called this person for, they have no idea who the hell you are anymore. Absolutely. And why are you calling me? Who are you again? Why
1: did you do that? At least
0: (laughs) though he's following up with a, a consistent cadence so that way sure. you he most people aren't don't don't have their walls up as much as you do.
1: Agree. Yeah, well the cool thing about him though is when mm-hmm. I do buy another truck I'm I'm going to him. A- absolutely. I mean, right? Why else would I go anywhere else? I've already established Or at least he gets the
3: first, first rider. Ride. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, first I mean, rider refusal. Oh, yeah, if you can't absolutely. do the deal, now maybe I have to go down the road. Absolutely. But wouldn't you love it if all your business Oh gave you the first look oh, at their yeah, next yeah. item, I would have a private jet. I wouldn't See, be flying commercial. I really Absolutely. think
0: I really think that some of that comes down to like what's your intention? Is your intention just to sell this guy and make the commission and yeah. then on to the next one? Or are you trying to form relationships? Are you being sure. smart.
1: <laughs> now I will give you the backside problem to some of this that happens in my industry is that don't be the annoying mosquito Absolutely. either, right? Yeah. Because I will sell to you. I'll give you a chance as a buyer. I'll give you a chance if you're that annoying salesperson. It's not going to be the big one. It's not going to be a bunch of them. It's going to be the littlest one I have so that I got you to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. And it happens, right? Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I, I would expect it happens in Doc and Nance business. Why would time. you
0: do that as opposed to just saying, hey, look, you're pissing me off. I'm over this. Because Get out of my office.
3: people don't – people aren't – very few people are in your face. People pretend to be. I know, it's like but, that. Oh, for have me,
1: Matt, Clint? Clint? For, for me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just saying oh, – No, he's so, saying – I'm no, saying as a generic client. sliding, okay. right? Yeah, don't, exactly. don't, he's not – <laughs> Don't look at – no. No, he's
3: talking about the vast majority of us. sure. And the truth is, you just don't want to be a total jerk. You, You – you know, you put up with the annoyance and then, like you said, you toss a little bone so they well, go away for a little bit before they come back.
1: It also goes to your leadership side, your sales management guys or your business development managers, whatever you call them, setting those. I need you to go hit this guy once a week and blah, 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 Oh, blah, yeah. Right. So they, they go and they get their quota. What they don't realize is that they're annoying the piss out of the customer. And yeah. when they do finally make a sale, it's going to be very small oh, in so our true.
3: business right. so it blows your relationship up and Absolutely. once you piss the head guy off because there's only one there's not a committee it's one guy and it's called the physician that you're selling into if you disrupt him in, in that way
2: agree
3: what happens is it, you get silenced man. Mm-hmm. It, it goes you know the line goes dead
2: yeah well, when I was selling pharmaceuticals there was a lead doctor that everyone in the Metroplex wanted and I cannot tell you how many times the people from the big pharmaceutical companies would get shut down out of that office. They were not allowed back there. And I got, and I think I've told this story before, this note just saying she can come in anytime. She doesn't have to go to the front. And it was only because I didn't, I wasn't obnoxious. Just what y'all are talking about, where you're just like in someone's face every week, because that's what the big pharmaceutical companies required of their because um, you're not people. always
3: there to make a sale. You're there to take a build pulse, relationship. and relationship, build a yeah. relationship, yeah. And, or and if you don't give like, some value that's e- worth giving, exactly, right? Right. it doesn't just be
2: a pain in the butt. Yeah,
3: because you you you've made that sale or you've got that initial contact where they've bought something from you. Be back in there, but. Be a presence of value, not one of annoyance. Yeah. And know if you are and back mm-hmm. away from that and and find a different pathway or change something in yourself to where you're not so damn annoying and driving mm. these people the other way. And you'll know if that's happening because you'll have a cell and then silence. Yeah. A cell. And if you're not thinking it's – if you just think it's your industry – most well, of the time you're wrong.
1: And it comes at the end of your desperation, right? Like you're so desperate you would do anything for that job and you get the sell. Yeah. And then you get so desperate six months again, you get the sell. Yeah. It's the same cycle, right? Yeah. And they're selling to you because they know that. Mm-hmm. And you've cut your numbers so much that it's hard for them to even say no at mm-hmm. that point. But you have to make a sale because you're you're there every day. You put in all this work. You've known yeah. the shit out of them so bad. Like, that's the wrong way to do this after. Absolutely, right? Right. And and for me, I will tell you, as a high D, this is the worst part of my game. What do you mean? to, to, To keep in contact after I sell it. Oh, because you're. I'm because a Yeah, because
0: yeah, because D's out of the box are not we, we are not it. relationship people. We did it. High five! All right. <laughs>
1: it was successful. Like I'll <laughs> talk to you later. High five! But I as mean, you
2: stated earlier, you continue for the next
1: I, I'm just, project. Well, I'm I'm saying that it's not easy for me. Okay. Like it's right. a it's a necessity that I know that I have to do, and I and I know that it's got to be a part of my step. Um, once I, you know, even let's just say after we get a PO, we do a successful construction job. It is so hard for me to keep that relationship going because I'm tasked. I'm, I'm completely task driven and, and I don't care about your emotions and I don't. I, we did good, successful. Yeah. Let's move on. Right. And, and I'm very much that way. So uh, until you have another one, why are we talking? What's the yeah. point of this? Absolutely. Oh, but thanks. But I will tell you that because I don't do that, I don't do as well as I could.
3: So you do see the values. There's a huge value. Yeah, it's just not built into your schematic, right?
1: Internally, in in my own mind, this is not something that's natural for me, and it's something that I really have to work at.
3: But that goes back to each one of us has one of those things oh, yeah. meaning from yeah. our own dynamic confrontation we don't do so.
1: versus relationship building like yeah. I love confrontation, but I hate that relationship yeah, side.
3: and I'm all about relation yeah. and I want to minimize confrontation I mean Absolutely. but it, but those things happen and so but you got have both I, but I sometimes have to stand up to people that you know i'm I'm not probably the best at it, and
1: I have to work through that well, and you don't necessarily uh, have to do it yourself, right? So if you have Well, a, I was about to oh, say yeah. I usually well, you hire a, that, that out. yeah. there's a whole company structure yeah. Yeah. That, that
0: takes it off of the person who closes the deal and and yeah. that's why most uh, marketing agencies have got account managers, right? Yes. They're yeah, not absolutely. they're not closing that deal. They're not Dude. bringing the relationship in or anything else. You have a sales team for that and that's then as right. soon as they onboard, they're like, "Hey, good job, buddy. That's Go right. get the next yep. one. Stop talking to this person because you're going to ruin it. And, yeah.
3: that's, a good, and that's, <laughs> that, that's good. I'm just not large enough to have a sure. marketing and an sure. honorable no, no, Well, right, Nan, Nan and I work in unison on some accounts, and that's where Nan comes into play a lot of times, and I, I'm able
1: to back out of the situation. That's a. It's a good point, though, is that you may have to sell through Nan. She Uh-oh. may be your vessel, or vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And And that's something that I run into a lot is that because I'm brash and harsh and upfront, I may not connect with this customer at all but i have three or four guys on my team that these guys match make really well and i have to kind of cheer from the sideline to saying hey i need you to get this question answered i don't care how you do it i don't care whatever language you guys are speaking because it's chinese to me go out there and find the answer to this question and bring it back i don't have to be in the room i don't even care to be in the room Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get to a common goal for the team and trying to win right is that team uh,
2: that's the big
1: well but so I have two questions, right? So before
0: you had done this work about knowing who you are and, and knowing all your stuff, if you heard someone talking about how important follow-up was to like relationships and stuff, how did you view that?
1: Well, I didn't probably know what it was, one, you know, okay. honestly. Uh, but I also know like after action reports are huge, uh, yeah. come from the military side of things and especially combat. Like if you're not learning from your mistakes and Absolutely. Your weaknesses and also your strengths, if you're not categorizing all that stuff into, uh, you know, to move forward, it's big and also maintaining relationships, right? So you have a success. Let's just a win, right? You have a huge win with a group of people. Uh, you, you need to, I think you need to really let that blossom, right? Because it could be something fantastic. If you let it go, mm-hmm. it's going to weather and die. Yeah. Um, so I, I've, I think I understand even going back as a kid, like I understand, you know, maintaining those relationships. It just doesn't come natural. It's something I have to really dig for.
0: And do you struggle with uh letting other people like
1: you know that's i don't really you know yeah. as a as a really I as on either as a high d well i mean,
0: mean it, it it makes sense to me that that you wouldn't struggle with that i i find it kind of surprising that, yeah. that he's okay saying okay cool you got the ball you run with the ball well, because as, i think as
1: long cool. as they follow my plan <laughs> oh there yeah. it is right okay. so it's yeah. different right so it's not the only time that i really feel that i have to jump in there and get it done myself is when i feel that uh other people are inadequate enough to do it slipping right? right yeah so i have to go or in there and get some it done feedback
3: that's but, reflective of a poor team or yeah. somebody missed the mark what i'm
1: realizing now and maybe it's just getting a little bit older being a father being a lot of bit of different things is that i might be the guy letting it slip there's mm-hmm. the other side of the coin right is maybe my team needs to take this over because i'm the i'm the roadblock excellent right mm-hmm. very
3: good well but are better yet is it that you because it it in my ripe old age, I find <laughs> that I I know that I don't handle it very well. Handle okay? what? Like gatekeepers. So Nan makes the first approach. If we're ever doing a you know, joint like venture into an office, I just sometimes I get annoyed, and I know it in myself, and it yeah. reflects in my speech. And it is you know you have those little little things that you just you yeah they they don't come out as well as they could if somebody else did them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not calling yourself weak. It's just knowing that you're just – that's just not your forte. Oh, for sure. And finding a way to work around it. Guys, you, you're not going to be great at everything. You should be great at most things in your job. But if you know that you're deficient or you know something sets you on your ear and, and ruins the rest of the process for you, find a workaround, whether it's a another person to listen. Right. To the conversation. If you're talking through these sales processes, if you bring somebody else in, they can hear things that you don't hear.
0: Absolutely. Right.
3: And and from a different perspective so that your take is now when you come out, you debrief and you think it was one way and they say, well, no, I kind of perceived it another way. And you're like, well, I thought it might be. Oh, okay. Thanks for telling me that. Mm -hmm. Right. Just food for thought.
0: Interesting. because. So in website world, you know with uh, the old company, uh, we had moved away from just cold calling individuals and small businesses and everything and started exclu- exclusively focusing on agencies and hey, we're not full service we don't do all the marketing stuff we just we just build websites. how do you guys handle that now right and trying to build these relationships with those people and everyone be like, oh yeah, man, this sounds awesome you know we'll get you on the next one and so then I'm walking around thinking, I've got this huge pipeline of deals right And then eventually, You get to that day of like, man. None of these people who said they were going to use me are actually using me. What is going on? And well, so see,
3: there should be a basket of next ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and you should show that off. Yeah. You, you really should. Guys, you should have this basket. And every time you hear a next one, you have this little emoji and you throw it in there mm-hmm. and then show everybody who comes in and goes, How's it going? And then you take them on and they go, Look how many next ones yeah, I have. Yeah. Go spin these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then try to pay your bills at the end of the month. Well, see how that right. goes.
1: But I think it's important when you're talking, putting stuff like this. In your sales CRM because you can get really hung up on the fact that your hit ratios and your wins are really small because mm-hmm. you're putting all of these next ones in there, right? So qualifying your customers to go into your CRM and tracking uh, devices are, it's really important for me to make sure that I have next steps accounted for. And the thing is actually real that I'm putting in because a next step of like, Hey, next time we'll do it. And you go put that in your CRM. Dude, that's a loss if you don't do anything with it
3: because you just brought up a good point if you're not at least checking to see if because well let me back up if you're not at least saying thanks for telling me that clint but a lot of times when people say i've got the next deal they're just being polite and they don't want to tell me no well it's not anything until you qualified it and if you don't challenge it then you haven't tested what that next one means,
1: yeah. right? Now, I know why you're raising your eyebrows a little bit over there because you're talking about KPIs, right? You're talking about, well, if I don't track all those times that I've talked, Absolutely. it's really hard to move forward, and I understand that. What I'm saying for is in your actual what's real and what we have and lost. Because well, Man, I'd have
3: a, <laughs> I'd have too many yeah. notes. I couldn't uh, get but back to so it
1: all. Right? But the, we but gotta,
0: okay, sorry. Go no, ahead and finish your thought. I don't want and to I understand.
1: Uh, so that is to me, and maybe I'm – Making this really complicated, but that's two very different tracking things, right? So, what do you mean? So that is w- tracking things like that, where it's a uh, maybe. Be, be specific.
3: And, You're talking about maybes versus what?
1: uh Actual qualified jobs that go into my pipeline, and right. I actually track. Financials. But there's the
3: confusion. Some people lump them all that's together what I'm and think they're the same thing. Yeah. You're yeah, saying that you well, you do divide them out i do, do. i i yeah. so but I mean, most people don't that no i'm going agree. to the guy I, who I puts know. it all in one basket well, and I,
1: I brought this up because i knew it it yeah. raised his eyebrows uh, and i knew right, he'd so, be excited
0: uh when i i feel like if you've got multiple things in play right you got direct to your client and then you got partnerships and everything else those are separate pipelines mm-hmm. right and so in the website world whenever we had probably you know, 10 to 15 different agencies throughout the U.S. that were sending us business, right? So I kept a pipeline of how often, when was the last time I got a deal from one of these people? When's the last time I closed the deal from one of these people, right? So I mean, I'm maintaining how is this relationship actually looking and not just like a, I feel pretty good about it. Because that's- So hard that's analytics. Exactly. About, okay, I and like then that. whenever one of our partners sent us like an actual deal, okay, cool, we're going to work together on this one. I need you to call them and everything else. That would be in my direct client pipeline. Right. So it's different, but I would call these agencies. Hey, you know, how do you handle this? Oh, we hate website work. Okay. Tell me more about that. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, Okay. Yeah. We'd like to use you for the next one. Okay. Awesome. How often are you getting these kinds of deals coming in? Right. And, And then I'm starting to qualify around their tempo and their cadence. And then that's that. Clint, def- that's a challenging question absolutely.
3: that I, I say you must ask yep. to know whether this is a next one or it really should go into that category absolutely. of the pipeline mm-hmm. and the sale the that you're currently working on.
0: Right? And, and Clint is going to hate the way that I phrase this question, but this Probably. this has made me. As his arms are crossed going. over here exactly. directly I mean, facing you. His body language is already <laughs> saying that he's going to hate all it. I'll right? yeah. relax. But, uh, hey, Clint, go. you know, a lot of times when I'm having these conversations, I talk to people and they say, yeah, we'd like to use you on the next one. When does that next one actually take place? And you know, to not be the annoying salesperson, when should I follow up with you?
1: Actually, works really well for me. Oh, really? Okay.
0: I, I thought that was yeah. great.
1: All You've right. practiced.
0: Oh, oh man! The first three times I said that, it was brutal well,
3: <laughs> because <laughs> that, that goes back to my point that if you don't practice this if oh, yeah. you don't look yeah. at yourself and make those mistakes With like you people. just admitted to have made mm-hmm. and we all have yeah. where you stumble and you're like i sound like a damn idiot well, you're- well if you're not then you're not growing you're not nobody gets this right the first yeah. go around exactly. see if you would added
1: right? one question mark in there in that like well maybe you know like that up Mm-hmm. Upbeat on your tonality? You'd hate that. I would. I would have clicked. Psh, done <laughs> <laughs> because because now I doubt you. Does he cover high talking? <laughs> yeah, it, <but laughs> like, that excitement that he reads. You, there, you I mean. were very direct instead of questionable, right? So okay. like, I mean, it just and it's and, but and tonality I is. I mean, that's a big part of what it we is. do, guys. Look, but I, I I make a lot of bold statements. Like I'd hang up on you. I, maybe I would. not I'd yeah. probably let you finish, and then I would just drag you on because it's fun at this point drag yeah. you on out as a buyer. But <laughs> the point of it is, is that. If somebody speaks to you directly, then you should speak to them directly, and, and vice versa. You know, if you talk about compassion and love and all this stuff, then mat, you know, match. How and do you mirror. talk to those people? I got it. <laughs> you get it. You do. I say love. I just it's a different way of saying love. Okay. The love
3: you you say the porn version
0: of
1: yeah. love, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know the the thing that I have been experimenting a lot in my calls is with kind of being uh, vulnerable, right? Like, like not having to be perfect, you know, kind of falling on the sword and Nanette and Al and I have talked about this recently. Uh, but the thing that I'm noticing is I can't do any of that with Clint because at least with Clint, and I don't know if this is specific to all these, I'd be curious to hear Clint's opinion on this, any, any vulnerability to kind of further the conversation, like asking it to asking a question of like, is that really important? Right, that's kind of a vulnerable question because I'm I'm kind of opening up around this idea that I don't know your world as well as you do. And look at him; he's shaking his head. He hates that. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, it's tough.
1: It's tough because you're 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 breaking into something that we were talking about getting something done. We were on task. We were on point. We were mm -hmm. headed that direction. And now you just ask me, and I know you know an open ended question. But I I disagree because you you like to teach. You've got things that you know a lot about. Sure,
3: and you. Because we've had these conversations outside of this room where you're really engaging about how a process would happen and your analytics and the things that that are important to you. Yeah. So if we speak to tell me what's important, help me understand, Yeah. I, I think it's it's how you approach the individual with the same questioning.
0: Oh, absolutely. Right. And and that's where the tone comes in. Right. Because yeah. I think if I'm talking to Clint and I say, hey, help me out. Is that a lot? How does that impact the the overall picture? I'm probably going to get a decent answer. Whereas like if I'm talking to an S or an I, I would go more vulnerable. You can rephrase
1: that a little bit, right? So, uh, hey, help me out here. Uh, I'm already kind of like, why the fuck do I have to help you out? I'm already going down that path, right? Versus saying, hey, just tell me, how does this impact you? Okay, See what I'm saying? So a little
0: little more direct.
1: Now I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell you all about it Mm -hmm. because that's what I do. I tell you.
0: And you're not people-driven, so you don't really want to help me, whereas these two—
3: Guys out there, listen to this because it is not what you say. It's what they hear that is important. So get out of your own effing way (laughs) and know (laughs) that— you're
1: right. I can say the same question fourteen different ways, and they all impact fourteen different people different, different. ways. Yeah. Because you're paying attention to who
3: you're talking Agreed. to. Agreed. Yeah. I right. mean, men, and a lot of people don't do that out there. Well, that's but a lot scripts. of people don't. So
1: it is scripts, right? And you know, like yeah. if I talk to uh, Nanette about, you know, hey, let's as a team help me help me here as a team. You know, really trying to build this partnership here. Can you tell me a little bit about what bothers you, keeps you up at night? That's very different. You can't say that to me because yeah. I'll shut down, right? But, but I've heard
3: you talk to Nanette, and you are—you're being—he's being genuine when you say that's how sure. you speak to Nanette, and it's you know, it's out of kindness and matching her. So what do you wanna, and, So
2: Clint, what do you want to hear? That same statement, but how do you want to hear it? Tell
3: so me what you keeps just, you up at night. Okay, a see, so you just spoke to Clint. The direct way. Absolutely. It is yeah. not natural for you, but it's you exactly dealt with you him enough. I mean, because we've been around okay, each Clint, other. Okay, Tell enough. me
1: exactly what you want to hear. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: You, you didn't <laughs> You didn't mix words, and he, that's what he just said. So, yeah. guys out there, that was a listen good. to that. This is how we've been around each other long enough, so we've come to know each other. But when you walk in and you are sit, you know, first meeting someone, start picking up on their tonality, how that's what they respond point. to. That's such a huge and point. And shorten is, that. That's the professionalism huge. we're hoping you guys find.
2: Well, see, that's what we are hoping you find from this group. Absolutely. From this us. is
1: also why I like teams. I like to go teams, into sales conversations have have with teams, teams. because – yeah. Did you? I missed that.
3: Well, I said when we go in there, she'll hear oh, things. Yeah. That I don't oh hear. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I didn't say the same implication. It. I didn't Absolutely. say it the same way. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, and I and that's the thing I had is ten more words than you normally use. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> in a that's story, why, <laughs> that's what lost you, and that's why you didn't yeah. hear it. I
1: no. was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but, but then, I do that a lot with uh, you know I'll go into a uh, meeting with a customer and I'll take somebody that's kind of opposite personality of me or, or different, just mm-hmm. different, and I'll watch the customer's reactions with him and and know like okay he crossed his arms he sat back in his chair man he changed right then and there why did he change and i've got to process that it's really hard to do by yourself because you've you've got to you're in co- it you're right? in it
3: and clint's walking by and the janitor's coming out from cleaning the co- hey come with me yeah,
1: you're, you're <laughs> bring hey. the mop the bucket Here. come come on we don't Here. have time for that put, do, put put leave this, the gloves on know, put this hat on yeah exactly. put this hat on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would. It'd right. be fine Why not? If it, if it would work, but I so, I, th- I think it does. Uh, I think it really gives you an advantage. I do. Absolutely.
2: Hundred percent.
1: So you you were going to say something a moment ago, Nanette? that?
2: We, we can move on.
0: <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't remember what it was. the The thing that's so important to remember, right, is we have spent a lot of time together outside yeah. of this room, right? And so the way you're, if you're really clued in and looking for it, you see the fact that you know. And that slides to that D to talk to Clint, and and will sometimes slide to the C to talk to me and stuff like that. So, so you're seeing this happen, right? But what you're saying is we've all
3: learned to deal with each other because absolutely because we had sure. to to be to make this mm-hmm. a success or yeah. what we vision our envision yeah. as the, a success.
0: The first four times meeting Clint, I was like, man, this guy's a dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I never thought that people are just different. <laughs> and you go into these offices or these clients, and you identify, and it's way easier than you think it's just a matter of that's why bringing someone with you so you can kind of so teaming oh, yeah. up is really important role-playing is really important
1: let me throw something back at you though because you say we've we've spent a lot of time together we've spent hours together i was just right, saying, right? Yeah, you know, we, but not have, as
3: much as yeah. in
1: depth we've only known each other maybe six months and let me tell you in my sales cycle that's half I said,
0: well, come on, man, really?
1: I mean, really having good oh, conversations? Oh, yeah, I guess
0: so, yeah.
1: Right? Uh, in your business, mine, it's much quicker well, than that. What I'm, but what I'm saying is, is that you you might be in that selling cycle where it may take you six months to develop relationships with your customer oh, to even sure. have conversations. So if if we, if we that's what it took here, you know, it took yeah. three months, maybe that's what it takes with your customer. But I Don't but sell I, before you're ready. But oh, I, yeah, but I
3: think people are – like
2: that. There maybe.
3: are a lot of people that's in really quicker good. sales – arenas where the cycle's Mm -hmm. quicker it just means you have to be better at analyzing these people and maybe you don't have to go in as depth in in, in as deep because your project's not as big as
2: what that's what i'm saying yeah not as many
3: moving parts you're one-on-one it's a yes or a no maybe the sale happens right then and there mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so take this and use it to your advantage in
1: whatever sales
3: scenario you're in
1: When when you're at the bunny ranch (laughs) <laughs> oh, and you've got a girl that charges a hundred bucks versus seventeen hundred bucks there's got to be where's li- this going there's got to be a little more conversation all right, oh, all right. Oh, Let's
0: do, but, but hold wrong. on hold on uh, so <laughs> hold Clint, on. you've been to the bunny range no, now you no, won't tell me hold, on, hold on no Clint, this going? Clint has actually made a, inadvertently a really good point here oh, thank you that that <laughs> the more that. The more top-end your service or your product top is. End, excuse me. Sorry, your words sorry, okay, I couldn't think of any other way to put it in
1: everybody's lingo. No no, 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 that's
0: fair. The more you want to charge for something or the more at a premium your service or product is, oh, the more trust there has to be. went over my
3: head. Sorry, man. Yeah, of all people. I was just like, <laughs> where is he people, bringing this up? Okay, now I know what you're right? talking about. If, if okay. everyone
0: else is, is selling this cup for like 40 bucks, and you want to sell this cup for, for 80 bucks. There's got to be more trust and more rapport with this person mm-hmm. who, if you want them to buy it from you, as opposed to just buying it from everybody else. Yeah. Or you know that
3: they've picked a, a high-end brand is. in a certain category, Absolutely. and the brand speaks for itself. So you cut to the chase and say – You've got great taste there, Mister. <laughs> I see where you're going with this, and you know value, and boom, you you hit it because of the brand gets you halfway there, yeah. right, or three quarters of the way. Absolutely. there, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Brand yeah. awareness is huge. Or you find that some guy's a cheap ass, and he's like, "Well, I'm not looking." You know, they're shying away. They're going down the ladder. We'll bring them down the ladder mm-hmm. if if that's where they really need to be, and you're solving their problem, and they're price conscious. Get to it.
0: Yeah. Right? If you're if you're
3: and that's where you say, sir, I guess you're looking for value, right? Come right this way. Let me show you where your money's gonna be spent the best. Well that guy bites on that all day long.
1: I'll uh I'll simplify it a little bit Uh than that. Like I didn't. (laughs) No, not not you. My previous my previous conversation, my my bunny ranch conversation. So
3: (laughs) okay. No, go back there now that Uh, I know what we're talking about.
1: So, you know, if if you're a construction firm that hires hires myself but you also have to restock the toilet paper every week, right? That's two different sales, right? I'm sure. coming to you from a million-dollar mm-hmm. point of view that mm-hmm. you got to trust me to trust to your customers, and we've got to make this all work as a big partnership versus the guy that's selling toilet paper. We're selling to the same guy. Mm-hmm. He's making the same decision. The president of a company is signing off on this versus that. It's all mm-hmm. expenditures, right? That conversation on selling toilet papers probably happens in about five minutes, maybe 10 mm-hmm. You Know mine probably takes six or seven months, but we're selling to the same person. We just have to realize what value we're bringing and what level of conversation that we need to have. And no, every absolutely. every rear's got
3: to be white, every so you know, and they're both you, important exactly. You know that they can't move without <laughs> either one of absolutely. them. And I mean, move
1: right, you want to you want to fire up the office, yeah. don't put toilet paper on <laughs> exactly. Bottles.
0: Yeah, you'll have a mutiny on your hand absolutely. pretty damn quick, right? So, so you were talking a minute ago about like shorter selling cycles and stuff. Mm-hmm. You did, and that and to me, you, okay. yeah, Al, mm-hmm. and uh, I took my brother in law to go, uh to go with him to go buy a new car because he was he, he'd, he'd never done it before was terrified and he was like well john likes sales i'll take him with me and i was like man i'm down let's go
3: oh my goodness so, how'd that go uh it was it he was sure
0: interesting brought the right? whole team he's, yeah he's uh, we need to do that one day go help somebody buy a car right? i How love much fun with that be? i love i love my brother-in-law to death uh super <laughs> that's super just before guy. you call him yeah. something no, derogatory deal, right? right with yeah. all due respect right? he's 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 anxious, right? He's, well, he's excited. Well, he's an anxious individual. Oh, right. Okay. In in certain, certain oh, situations. Okay. He doesn't like conflict. He he is probably an S, right? I've never put him through the assessment, and it's hard with like really close family loved ones and everything. Yeah. But I think he's an S before anything else. And so we go to this lot, and he's just terrified, right? He's just like, I don't want to talk to anybody or anything else. And it's one of those things where you pull up and you see the guy sprinting for the <laughs> exits to be the first guy out there to like shake our hand and like claim us as his deal. And this guy comes out and he's like, he's like, "Hey," I said, "Yeah, we want to test drive this one, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not screwing around with this guy, right? It's like, it's like, cool. I'm taking a half day to go to go help my brother in law buy this car. We're getting the shit done, you know. I'm, I'm screw in, bonding and report. Absolutely. Right? Oh, I'm uh, hey. Th- Don't is, even know, need to know your this name. Is your Where deal the car key? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Hey, we want to test drive this one. And this guy, I, I mean, God love him. It, it, this is a, I guess, a good question if you phrase it the right way. And he goes, and and what's a good outcome? And I was like, I was like, mentally, it kind of set me back on my heels a little bit. Say, right, yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. And the the reason why I don't like it is because I think there's a better way to ask it. But sure. like, because it broke the rapport so much, his, and, his I got, and I got, I got mad. You, I got a little oh, mad, right? Okay. And I said, "Well, buy the damn car." And he was like, <laughs> he was like, "Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, let me go get the keys." <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, just checking. Uh, like, don't challenge me, dude. Like, we're here. But yeah. I, if he had phrased it maybe 10% different, it, there would have been no break in the report. It just would have been normal Dif-
1: conversation. Difference between a seminar and training every day. But what... Yeah, but, that's true. But right? did
0: you buy the car?
1: Yeah, we bought the car.
3: Okay, then, then he won and it was okay. He took a risk. Mm-hmm. Your being upset ultimately worked itself out. Yeah. And I only go back that for, for a real reason. Mm-hmm. If you throw a challenge like that guy did yes. you take a very large risk of losing the sale yeah. and if you know that that's your risk to reward go and do it here's the deal and you will you may win a few but yeah. it's like being in Vegas you you know you yeah. I, lose a lot
0: i don't have any problem with asking a question that way i think it's really smart because i think that as a as a car salesperson you can spend a lot of time on test drives that don't ever actually go anywhere so I, I don't have a problem with the question. The way that he phrased it to sure. me, and I'm kind of in this n- nurturing state because I'm trying to look out for my brother-in-law, just did not fly for me. But, but it, it wasn't bad enough for me to, like, leave.
3: But what I heard you do is challenge and go right to this point. So maybe he was just matching your tonality uh, and meeting you back with. I so, think it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and he won. You bought the car, so... Why does it gonna be a win or lose? It was well, wait a you just Because but hold on. he won. That's why though. you don't want to. I
0: didn't win. walk in there
2: with no, this idea of
0: like, I gotta win this thing. No, no, right? no, no. no. So. That's
3: not where I was going no, Oh, that. okay. No, but he, he won did. the sale, right? <laughs> Yeah, he probably did. It, it, he, you Young guy too.
0: Right. Uh, it, because I love I love talking to the guys on the on the test drive, you know, because they want to talk about all the features and benefits. And if you look down here, the screen is, and I'm like, man, how long have you been doing this? No, and this no. guy goes like two months and I said, How's it going so far? And he's like, Struggle it. <laughs> I
3: was like, Okay. Well, then y'all build some bonding rapport yeah, after the first show. Absolutely. Oh, I, just well, don't, I just don't good. want to
0: do the whole thing to where to where you're going to steer me to go looking at a car that, that, because yeah. my brother in law knew exactly what he wanted. Yeah. Right. So, so we walked in there and I was like, Cool. I want to look at this car and. Yeah. I don't but, know if I've told the story about going to the car lot and the guy was like, man, what are you looking for? And I was like, I don't want white and I don't want leather. Any. And he pulls up this, uh, th- this yeah, Altman with up. white and leather. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? I just <laughs> told you this is me? not what I wanted. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I
1: can't hear out of this ear.
0: <laughs> That's why it's called pre owned. <laughs> you don't get to make all those choices. <laughs> I only, had a
1: guy tell me only that car once. On the well, lot. I mean, he's not
0: wrong. No. Only uh, car on the lot, right? <laughs> a long, long time ago. Sorry, this is a short story, but I think it's really funny. Uh, Like, my credit is terrible because, like, I made some mistakes as a kid. And so I'm trying to get into a car. And so I go to this place, like, Vista Ridge. It's like way over in Dallas. And I get a ticket on the way there, right? And I'm like, I'm like, this is already, yeah, this is already in a great, a a great way. And the guy shows up and he's wearing a suit that's like, doesn't really fit him. And he's wearing a ball cap. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. So we hop on this car and the driver's side seatbelt doesn't latch, right? I, I can, I can push. The, the mail part in, but it doesn't latch and like hold it. And I was like, Hey, man, uh, I don't know that you're allowed to sell me a car that where the seatbelt doesn't work. And he looks at me, he's like, That's why it's called pre owned, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, well, That's I'm not buying this one. I oh. guess this ticket was for
1: nothing. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: So, He's like, you tie it around
3: your neck. It just keeps you flying <laughs> out. It doesn't save your life. Yeah. And actually, it you know, actually yeah. expedites
0: your demise. Awesome. All right. So I we. I <laughs> um, I, I feel like after that story, we should just go into the throwdown. Yes, yes. I think we should. I think we're at a good spot. Awesome. All right. So we're talking about relationships, how to stay top of mind, how to make sure you actually get from the yes to the actual finish line. And for Clint, as D's or construction people, we're going to let you start. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's not a it's not in my wheelhouse naturally to wanna to further a relationship that may or may not have fruit at the end of it, right? That's that's like working on a seed that you planted for nine months and and just don't know if it's gonna come up or not, right? It's it's really tough. And the only way that I know how to really break my own barriers to get through it is to to put it in task, right? There's a reason that I'm doing this. Um, And I think once you see success out of that once or twice, it becomes a lot easier, right? But you'll never see success if you don't ever do it. So you really got to take that chance. You got to put it in your process. It is hands down. One of the most important steps in the entire process that you have is after you've gotten a yes or a let's move to the next step. I don't have it for you today, but next time. You'll never have another next time if you just drop it then and there. They're not yeah. just going to call you, guys. They've had a process they've been working through for 15 years, and you just broke them out of their their paradigm for just a second, and then you dropped it. They're not going to call you back. They're not going to remember you. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, maybe on the one-offs. But typically, they're going to go back to their old processes. Oh, What was that guy's name that came yep. in here? Uh, ah, well, you know what? I got well, This is called Jeff over there at whatever. We've always done it. It's always worked so staying in it staying in the game is is hugely important now i will tell you what what time money resources you invest into that is up to what you can handle right it's if you're spending more time on that and not going out and doing other things that have gotten you wins you need to reevaluate what you're doing so be cautious of what you can and can't afford to do um don't spend all your time on getting a maybe and then chasing a maybe for three years and letting yeses walk out the door. So be careful there. You've really got to, you know, like I said, it's guys, everything that we're saying, it it goes into the process that works for you. And you'll fail and you'll take the failure and you'll make a better process. You'll take the win, you put it in the column and you make a better process. And eventually you have a successful model and you run with it and you trust it. Right. Awesome. Al?
3: Just goes back to a lot of what Clint said but don't have a basket of next one sitting in the corner thinking that you're a success if you don't have a calendar event or a next step that 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 involves an action on your part back to the sales um prospect then you don't really have anything
2: okay Nanette so I think relationship is everything I, I think that in sales, I say it every single podcast. But I think if you want to succeed, you need to know. You need to build relationship. I don't think you should go in with the very first meet um, just thinking you want the sale. I, I think you have to go in with building, starting to build that relationship, and you will succeed. Just I think it's vital, personally.
0: Awesome. All right. So as a C, I think that you got to throw – the idea that it might make more sense on paper for them to use you than who they're currently using. And you got to throw that out the window and just understand that as Clint said, some of these habits are really, really deeply ingrained, right? If they've been calling the same partner for 15 years, that's their first thought. So you got to stay top of mind, but you have to balance that with what Clint was talking about, about being the annoying person who's just begging for work. Right. So, you know, you set expectations, you get next steps, like as Al talked about, and then I always frame that as, as, Something that I have control over. Okay, you know. So when should we chat again? Okay. Well, let's chat in two weeks. Okay. Awesome. If I don't hear from me in two weeks, is it okay if I follow up with you? You know, and 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 building, letting them feel in control, like, oh man, I got this person exactly where I want him. But then backfilling that with something that I have control over. But there's no logic in there, and because for a long time I would just assume, hey, these people are going to call me on the next one. And then, you know, I spent a lot of time waiting for those phone calls to happen, and I got frustrated and decided that that was going to be the way anymore. So, awesome. All right. All right, everybody. So this is a dope show. I had I had a yeah. lot of fun today. So. Yeah, uh Follow us on social media. Everything is at Sales Throwdown. We're all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to take this assessment because you don't know where you are or maybe you're kind of between a couple of us and you want to know what that looks like, send us an email, assessments at salesthrowdown.com. We'll get you one figured out. If you want us to come work with your team, either internally talking about the internal dynamics around your team and the different personalities there, or maybe work with some of your salespeople about how to figure out where their where their prospects are. Reach out to us. We're happy to have those conversations as well. And we'll see everybody next week.